The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Thank you for listening to UFC Unfiltered. A bit of a uh, technical issues today, so we started 45 minutes late. Mickey Gall comes in, and he's a really fun guy. And Matt and I both fart on each other. I'm smelling our insides. Attaboy. UFC and Digital Media present UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Serra, powered by Digital Media. Find your voice. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. What a clusterfuck so far. We're 45 <laughs> minutes late. We're having equipment problems. Mickey Gall is here. Uh, he was here early. So now we're just kind of sitting there trying to talk about anything but what we need to talk about, just so it's fresh for the radio. And it's hard to keep your mouth shut, because Mickey's enthusiastic to be here, Jimmy. Yes, he's very happy he's to very be here. He's very enthusiastic to be here. It's not like pulling teeth. He's happy to be here. Mickey, thanks for hanging out with us, Could man. not be happier to be here. Like, I don't want to suck you guys' dicks too much, but I'm <laughs> big fans of both you guys. Fans before this, you guys are killing on the podcast. I'm a listener. You thanks, guys rock. Man. How many years ago did we meet, too? Because Mickey and I met... And somebody told me, he goes, oh, no, Mickey is, uh, has been to your shows, and there's a photo of us from the Stress Factory, because we're both guys, we're both from New Jersey. When was that? Uh, I was I was in college, so I, I think I was like a junior, so maybe like two years ago. Okay. Were, yeah. you, were you actually fighting at that point? Um, training, yeah, I think I, I, had, I had a fight or two, amateur fight or two at that point. Wow, it's always nice to be nice to people after the shows. Like, you never know who you're talking to. Like, exactly. I would have mouthed off to him. I would have wound up my fucking exactly. arm broken. Humiliating. When you didn't sign that autograph for me, you prick. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to break your arm for rooting for CM Punk over me, man. Oh, remember that? Shit. Well, you remember know what it was? That? CM, I have a relationship with a long time. I know him, but I do like you a lot. You're a nice dude. I appreciate yeah. that. Uh, but CM, it's funny. CM, I almost punched him at, uh, at 200 because I didn't recognize him with the beard, and he was just fucking around, and he grabbed me. Um, he took you down, man. He Double took, leg. He took me down, and I thought he was a fan uh, of UFC. I, I didn't know it was, it was CM because I never recognized oh, wow. his beard. So, yeah, I took was, a picture afterwards of him hugging you. I'm so, so glad I didn't punch him. That would have been awful. <laughs> I've been so, I would have gotten so much trouble. Now, I punched. was there when um, it all happened for Mickey. at the. Uh, it was on Dana White looking for a fight. Right. And, uh, and, and that was Mickey. That was your very first pro uh, amateur fight. Pro debut. Oh, no, it was the pro debut. What pro am I debut, saying? yeah. And you, um, well, first of all, Dana, Dana lights you right off the bat. He goes, this, this is a popular kid, the kid that's coming out. Look at, look at all the orange shirts. Everybody's, that, your shirt was an orange shirt that all yep. your family and friends were wearing. Yeah. And he had a huge crowd for a small event. 
uh, a, a big crowd for Mickey. So so that right. already. What did the orange shirt mean? Anything or just? Uh, I did that for all the like everyone who bought a ticket. You know, uh, my dad would help me. He'd go in with a little bit of money. I put a little in, and then we everyone who bought a ticket get a shirt. Okay, so yeah. you see. You know, a lot of people wearing these orange shirts, screaming his name. So already he's a popular, popular kid. We could tell. And then he took care of business real quick. Yep. And uh, but you had it in you. You, you know, you knew we were coming, correct? Yes. So when did it? When did it occur to you to say, you know what? I'm going to use this. Now, listen, everything's about seizing an opportunity. And you've doing. First of all, you, you're doing that a lot lately, which is awesome. But how it started off with? What made you think? All right, listen, they're going to be there. I'm going to. I'm going to call out. Uh, CM Punk because I, I see a lot of like great MMA fighters uh, Sean Shorterock Santella Andy Main, two guys I train with yeah. who are beasts and ha- you know haven't gotten their shot everyone we want to get in the UFC so immediately when I got off when I found out Dana was in bed I'm like oh who how can, all right, how do I make the most of this I call out that dude CM Punk he's an O and O I'm gonna be one and O that fight can happen who, like if I call out Robbie Lawler just think yeah. I'm a fucking idiot I'll be like <laughs> shut up kid you know what I mean <laughs> That's true. Man. You and, pick and, a guy and, who's a big name, who who one and zero, and and zero and zero. That was a fair. It could happen. It's a like record. Yeah, yeah, that fight could happen. Yeah. And already it, now you took care of business with with, with CM Punk and uh, beautifully. And and it's funny, like to CM Punk's credit, he's a he's a tough guy because a lot of guys they like Mickey was working him on the floor beautifully. I mean the transitions, just ahead of him, and just you, you there's, uh, I mean there's different levels obviously in fighting all around, but. A, the ground takes a long time to to just get the sensitivity right with the escapes, and he was trying to fight things off, but he just didn't have the answers. You think the best way to you would have to not only learn the right way to escape, Mickey would, and you're a brown belt, yes, yes, in jujitsu. But you, it's one thing with learning it, but then then you have to use, you have to physically pull that off a hundred of times, thousands of times, and then you then you feel comfortable getting that off in a fight. You know what I mean? So I knew I knew that CM Punk was. Infrastructure shitstorm. The There's nothing worse than watching a guy who's on the because, like, I always said, like, he got beaten up the way I would have, like, just helplessly on the ground. Like, yeah. a, I think a guy can kind of you can kind of bullshit your way through stand up a little yeah. bit easier than you can on the ground because if you're on the ground and, you, and you're not as good, you're yeah. finished. There's no shot. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're on top of each other right there. No room. Nothing. You weren't worried about him at all. No, nah, man. I mean, I was worried. Like, if I lost that dude, I look like such an asshole. Like, I'd have to, like, quit. MMA. The way everyone's talking about him, you know what I mean? Like, right. they're, everyone's treating him like a joke. We saw the video where he's looking clunky, looking unathletic, you know? So, yeah, I took it seriously, but, you know, it was a high-risk, high-reward. It was a good fight. It was a good fight for any MMA fighter. And and you liked him afterwards because it seemed like he wasn't bitter about losing. And No, nah, yeah, he was a cool guy. He, he was nice. He was. What did he say to you, by the way? That I mean, it was a little... In the cage? And people act, you know, they don't, you know how people act afterwards. He was definitely nice, but... It was a big moment, and uh, after it, and it didn't go his way. It went great for you. He kind of had you pinned up a little bit, and was had your ear for a second. What was going? What was going on there? He uh, he he was trying to be motivational. He was yeah. he was saying like, oh, because I was saying it was kind of ridiculous that me I was two and zero. Oh, he was zero oh and zero. Oh. We're fighting after Uriah Faber, and like yeah. all these great MMA veterans. Yeah. So I'm just kind of like, you know, as like an MMA purist, MMA guy, I'm like they should uh. You know, the veteran should be higher on the card. He was like, no, always believe in yourself. Always believe you belong. You know, he's trying to be yeah, motivational, sure. being a nice guy, saying, you know. But, uh, like, I, I heard what he's saying. I appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, and, the, and I don't know. I mean, his head, who knows what's going through his head besides your elbows. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, look, it's hard know, to lose. I'm sure it's hard to lose that yeah, fast yeah. when nobody, when people are saying, like, can this guy fight? And then this young dude who's like, everyone's like, he's like a legitimately good fighter, just kicks the shit out of you. That's, that's got to be hard yeah, to take. I, I knew... 
I knew Mickey had a, a good head for fighting. It was hard at, at that night on the um, the looking for the fight, looking at uh, when we were there for the show filming, yes. and uh, we saw him fight. It was hard to tell because there's different levels on those smaller events, and if you saw the guy Mickey fought, that guy's not making the fucking UFC for sure, and, and it's rough on those on those smaller shows you get some lemons and, and it was his first fight so I don't expect him sure. you know who he's, who he's gonna go versus some killer but he killed the guy but you still don't know until you know now the fast forward I'm all over the place but it's okay uh, the big show he's about to fight Michael Jackson no fucking yeah. Sage no, uh, the guy no no, he's about to. Uh, Mickey's about to get. His, he's had his first fight in the UFC. Ago, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it was yeah, this weekend. First, right. And he's fighting Michael Jackson. You think I fucked up Sage with Michael Jackson? Well, I didn't, I thought you were joking. <laughs> I, I didn't know what you were doing. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing either. But he fought. I remember he was fighting Michael Jackson. He was backstage and he's warming up. And I remember. Uh, I think the Dana came in or something. I remember him saying something like, "All I gotta do is beat one guy up. I just gotta beat one guy up, and I get my shot." He's to stay mentally focused. On like, cause that's a huge fuck. If he lost to that fucking guy, he's not sitting here with us, Jimmy. Right. And uh, and he doesn't have a. Then he's not fighting uh, Sage this weekend. I mean, that's that was a another huge opportunity, huge spotlight for a young kid who's literally it's his second. Now this is his second pro fight in the fucking biggest organization in the world. And you're comfortable calling and, people out. He's comfortable. I see. Yeah, he's comfortable. But I mean, after when I seen him warming up, and then I, I don't know if it was a, what he said before, and he goes, "Listen, I, I I know I'm a bad motherfucker, and I know I'm you know, and this and that's gonna." I'm going to show the world that. And he did. He fucking took out Michael Jackson, man. He fucking beat him down. And the tra- and he took his back and he strangled him. And the transition, even though it was very quick, and you could either say, oh, man, that other guy sucks. But if you know what you're looking at with jiu-jitsu, you're like, this fuck, he, that, he knows how to take somebody's fuck. That's not the first time he's taking somebody's back. You know what I mean? And I noticed that right away. So you're not, like, when you called out Sage, you just logically knew, like, this is the next guy I should yeah, be fighting. I, I'd, uh, yeah, I've been planning on calling out Sage, you know. I'd be punching up. He's got a big name. He's got, a, you know, a lot of hype around him. And I, I see myself dominating that kid. You do. On feet and ground. Le- you know, I'm levels above him on the mat. My, yes. my jiu-jitsu is levels above him. On the feet, I, 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 you know, when I hit him, he, he's not gonna like. It. I can knock him out with either one of my hands. He's, you know, if I if I play that karate game, could be dangerous. But uh, you know, I'm a I'm gonna put pressure on him and make it a dog fight. Wasn't he 15 and 0? He was 15 and 0 as a. I'm, I'm sure I don't know what his karate. He won a bunch of titles as a karate yeah. fighter, and he was I think 15 and 0 in what was it? Was it kickboxing? Amateur kickboxing? Yeah. So he's a, he's a good stand up fighter. But what do you think of him on the ground? Have you seen him on the ground? Yeah, yeah. I you know I saw in. His Fister fight, the uh, uh, Barbarena fight where he got choked, um, and then the most recent one, Enrique Marin on 200. Like, if I get in that position where I got that full extent arm bar, I'm turning that thing inside out. I'm breaking that arm off. It's, it doesn't matter if he doesn't tap. Like, that, that thing's going. No, he said he was sick when he tapped the first time. Yeah. Um, did, w- Which that- I believe is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But would that cause you to tap having strep throat like that? I don't, again, I don't know. Well, I, I'm. I mean, listen. I mean, it's easy yeah, to say no, but yeah, you know, I know. Yeah. You know it's, it's easy to sound like a tough guy and be like, "Oh, fuck that! I'll, you have to kill me." I would have called out. out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't make it. I'm not I feel bad. I, I remember yeah. seeing. I was with Dana and I saw those pictures of his throat. So God knows what it, it felt was like. legit. I don't yeah. Know. yeah, listen, it's rough. Uh, with, with Sage, the dude is such a fuck. I know Mickey's about to go in a cage with him, and it's different when he's trying to kick your ass. I'm sure, but holy fuck! I mean, I know Mickey either called him what you call corny, or, corny. Yeah, he's like like. 
Brady Bunch nice. Like is he's he? oh, I mean it, it almost not like, like Cindy Brady. I hope you know what happened. <laughs> oh, to her? dude, she's in big he trouble. Is, you know, Mr. Sarah and me, and and oh. very just. <laughs> wait, what about Cindy? Oh, she just got fired for fucking saying like you know homophobic slurs in this uh, in this DM to a gay guy. She was angry with she is this a radio sh- show. Yeah, is this true? Oh yeah, Susan Olsen. The real Cindy. Oh boy, what a Cindy Brady. On Cindy, yeah, she's oh, still yeah. around. What is yeah, she up to yeah. now? T- well, she was doing radio until yesterday. Yeah, what does she look like now? Like, like Cindy Brady, but older and fatter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave it there. I don't know where I'm going with this fucking Cindy Brady. I don't know. It's childhood stuff. You, you know. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Our but, childhood. Uh, world. Are you familiar with the Brady Bunch? Hell yeah, okay. I know the Brady Bunch. All right, I do, Nick, I you're do. 25. Listen, let's do the math for a second. I'm for, my, fight, my first fight in the UFC, I was 26, a year older than you. And it was, I, it was 2001. What were you at 2001? How old were you? Uh, nine. Oh, that's fucking bad. I'm, I'm, I'm an old motherfucker. Wait, what did you want to do? I wanted this. I want to know. He's fighting. <laughs> what did you want to do when you were nine? Uh, I think I wanted to be a professional football player then. Yeah. He's but dead. nine, man, that's growing up on the... I mean, when did you start watching UFC? Let me tell you this. The first UFC... Uh, when I first started watching UFC, I you were the champ. Oh fuck! Yeah, yeah, you were Look the champ. That. I was, I, dude. You were, you were my favorite because I was, I was uh, getting into Gracie Jiu Jitsu, uh, East Coast dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, fuck, the, yeah, you're the man. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh wow, man, that, that's amazing. And he trains with uh, uh, the good buddies of mine, Jim Miller and Dan Miller. Oh, and, okay. Uh, yeah, I love Jim Miller. Uh, those yeah. guys, I love their attitudes, the man. Just yeah. two tough fucking Jersey guys that are just they're just, they're just badass, man. Quiet guys, yep. but real. Real tough, man. Never in a boring fight. Just right. straight up warriors, man. You still with with them? Yeah, yeah. I'm uh my I started doing Gracie Jiu Jitsu with David Adiv in uh at Gracie, uh. New Jersey when I was sixteen. And then I went to AMA Fight Club when I and uh, you know, Mike Constantino. That's where mm-hmm. Jim and Dan I was fans of Jim and Dan before that. Oh yeah. And then I started training with them. You know, I, I love those guys. They're the best, fucking, man. Yeah. Did you fight growing up a lot? Like as a like when you were 15 or 14 or whatever? Well, before you did that, were you a fighter in school? Not, not much. Not much. Well, you know, I, no, I wasn't much. No, I didn't really get in fights in school. So what makes you want to fight? Like, I'm always amazed. Like, a lot of guys had violent upbringing, so they just translated into fighting. But a guy who didn't really have that a lot, did you just see it once and go, I want to do that? Yeah, it's like the ultimate sport. Like, I grew up playing all the sports. I was like half my football team in high school. Oh, okay. But like... Well, if I could have done it again, I would have wrestled my whole life. Uh, we, I thought it was, I thought wrestling was like gay when I was little. I was like, oh, why do you want to have a skin tight outfit and hug each other? I would, wish I did it my whole life. I did it my senior year, yeah. but uh, yeah, man, I, I, I just love it. it's the ultimate sport. It's the ultimate. It's the ultimate. It the is, yeah. And it's uh, different than winning a in a football game, right? Like the high when you win in a fight, oh, dude. Yeah, especially at the like level it. you're fighting now, man. Nothing like it. Yeah, it is an amazing feeling, Jimmy. It's like when you kill on stage, it has to be something like to feel like that. Uh, probably not. I think that's <laughs> dominating somebody physically is a lot more impressive than me slinking off I and having know. coffee, hoping uh, a fucking girl fucks me. <laughs> the odds are against it. No, I'd rather be a fighter. I have more respect uh, for that. It, no, it is fucking manly. But back, getting back to David Adiv, do you still train with David? David Adiv all the time. Yeah, I got his initials on my ankle. That's my man. I see it. Yeah. You know, I like know him. Oh, do, you, yeah. do you know that or no? Yeah, we talk, we, we talk about you. your, uh, <sighs> who was it? Was it... Uh, was it Eves Edwards when he used he went to the leg and you yeah. got the sweep? Yeah, we were talking I talked about, about that the other camp. day actually. When I, we were talking about the leg locks with Ryan Hall, right? And I said Eves Edwards had me up against the cage about to knee me, and I went to his leg and I got on top. Use it to sweep. Right, yep. Yeah, use the sweep, the leg lock. But his his jujitsu instructor, David Adiv, David Adiv, his first he's a black belt on the Hoyler Gracie, and uh, the very the first time I met his jujitsu instructor was in 1992 at a before the year for, before the. Um, UFC even came out and it was at a seminar when I talk about my first time ever doing jujitsu. Right. His instructor was there. Oh, okay. David Adiv. I remember that. 
And uh, we've been, we, I, don't, I haven't seen him forever, but uh, but we, I used to see him at the grab. Very friendly, good guy. He's like Israeli or Great something, dude, right? yeah, he's Israeli. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great, but, he's uh, a great dude. We started on the very first day, him coming from somewhere in Jersey, I believe, and me from Long Island, and Waterbury, Connecticut, Horion and Hoist were, were conducting a uh, jiu-jitsu seminar. And again, 1992, there's nowhere to do jiu-jitsu, you know? So we did that seminar, and we both, now here we are years later, both black belts and stuff. He, him and the Hoyler, and myself under his cousin Henzo, you know? So I'm just reminiscing. No, I mean, it's, what is a But his instructor's a great guy, though. That, that, hey, thank uh, you. Actually, yeah. your instructor's a great guy, too, man. I love Henzo. Uh, Henzo I, awesome, I just rewatched uh, Legacy. Yeah, oh, is that what it was called? Right? Uh, yeah, 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 documentary. Yeah, You're yeah. in it. Um, yeah, for sure. Oh, dude, I I, I fucking love when Henzo. Oh, Henzo, Henzo's a man. good dude, man. You seen him or no? You've seen yeah, him? Yeah, I, I've seen. Uh, I've you know I've trained up at yeah. uh, at the Manhattan. You know, getting yeah. in there. Actually, um, you know those guys like Gordon Ryan trained yeah, with Damon sure. Gracie. You rolled with a couple of my boys, man. Cause I Rao, Rao, Jason Rao. Dude, tell you about my he's boy. tough as shit. Isn't he great, man? Bro, I'm like I'm running for my life with my ankles with him. He's such a, he's one of my guys that I told you that won over the weekend. I'm always proud of my boy, Jason. He's such a nice kid. If you ever see him, he looks like all skinny and he doesn't look like yeah. a killer. His ears are getting fucked I was talking to Drago about him. Yeah. Oh, like, dude, he's, su- he's such a talent. Dude, I really like uh, that guy. He's like my, he's one, probably my best guy right now as far as he's competing and, uh, and uh, he's just uh, really good in the submission in, in jujitsu, man. He's tapping out people. But yeah, he told me, he goes, oh, no, this is, he's, he's legit brown belt. And then I, you know. Not that I know from watching, but it, I know when I my guys rolling with you, and they're like, "Yo, this guy's fucking for real." And I maybe my buddy Zach too rolled with you. I'm not even sure, but uh, that where when I first heard um, Mickey was fighting Sage, and you can go back and listen to it. I believe we talked about it on here, and uh, I said the biggest the biggest problem is going to be Sage surviving on the floor with him. I, I feel yeah. because Sage, you know, such a sweetheart of a kid. But and he's got and he's and he's and he's a young kid. He's got ability, but it's it's this one thing you can't you can't cram. And you could add different things to your arsenal standing and maybe you know implement that immediately if you're a standard right. striker. But the floor takes so much. The, the ground, the jiu-jitsu takes so much time to get that sensitivity and the, and not even the technique, the timing of just using it. Here's what people miss, by you the know? way. Sorry, Matt. It was before while we, while they were working on the technical difficulties, making a matter on the floor. Just discussing oh, yeah. jujitsu. That's two jujitsu. And I'm standing like the girl. Right? I'm standing like the husband who holds the coats <laughs> yeah. while they shop. I'm just trying to, <laughs> I'm I'm just trying to learn Matt's kamoras, man. No, I'm it was my game. Well, we we, we talked. What started that was uh, Francis Ngannou, who I love, the heavyweight. Yeah, man. Um, the co-main event. And uh, Anthony, what's his name? The guy, Anthony Hamilton. Anthony Hamilton. Yeah. I, I've never seen. Is that a common way to get a Kimura standing like that? The, now, it, it's. I'm going to say that you 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 learn it that way. A uh, one fight that comes to mind that and uh, it's a rough one to bring up, but it, it's it's all good because the guy didn't even tap with his arm broken. Is Master Hensel Gracie got caught versus uh, the the great. Sakuraba in Pride with a Kimura. I don't know if you ever saw Hens that such fight. such a bad motherfucker. Yeah, they showed him yeah. that thing, man. He's smiling. Yeah, he got his arm literally. His elbow came battle. out. His elbow got dislocated. Because Henzo, was, it was a fight that was very close. But he didn't tap. He would not it tap. It was very no, close. No. Henzo had his back, and it was very similar. He, uh, Sakuraba is known for his Kimuras. He uses it beautifully. I don't. Th- I think it's very underused in MMA for a lot of different things. Taking away single Defending legs. Defending the takedown. Oh, de- taking yeah. away the single leg all day long. Man. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, Wait, how does it, how did it defend the takedown? What is that? Well, let's say... Someone's around my leg with the head on the inside. I'm on all fours, and he's looking to dump me. I would get that Kimura. I could even go to my. I go to my back, and it's I could either get on top or I could take his back, depending on what he does from that. I don't okay. even know if you follow me. With that. Kind of. I just know yeah. that it helps. Mickey, you know what I'm talking. I know about, exactly I what you're talking yeah. about. But um, 
uh, we should have more room in here so we could actually de- demonstrate shit. Yeah, do a little demo. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it was fun watching it. though because you you guys are speaking a language. It's like watching two guys speak German. Oh, yeah. Like you know what I mean? Like you understand each other completely, <laughs> and you're understanding what he's telling you, and I'm only watching it and saying, oh, okay, dude, well that I, looks like he's doing that. Listen, there's there's so many things that I do not know. I don't know shit. I'm not a handy guy. I can't hammer a nail. I can't do anything, but I do know jiu-jitsu. I love fucking jiu-jitsu. Like, you're talking about Drago. I just rolled this morning with him and my other buddy, uh, Joe Mott. Come on, black belts. It's for my... I need it for my fucking sanity, Jimmy. I'm not saying... It's like therapy. It is. It's fucking therapy. You can't think about your problems when you're in there. You got to think about not getting strangled. Exactly, man. Escaping somebody on your back and... Looking to set him up to take his limbs, and oh, it's just it's such a it's a beautiful. It's game. a great you and you, you know how you feel at the workout. You have your endorphins running. I said that right, endorphins. You, you did, you, and you're yeah. right. I'm telling you, after I get off the elliptical and I'm listening to a little, <laughs> I can't make jokes. Dude. I'm on that shit too. I oh, gotta get man. back on that because I'm fucking like little chubby. Olivia Newton John playing. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I bet you have that fucking headband and the, oh my the wristbands the, the match. Oh, I'm ready but to I, take on the world. <laughs> I need my fucking jujitsu, man, and especially you wear the gi still or no? Absolutely, yeah, the gi's yeah. fun too, man. He showed me, Matt showed me a move. Like again, you can't use it in UFC because you guys don't wear it. Yeah. But he showed me the way you would choke somebody, yeah. and it's really it looks like a fun thing to do oh, to well, choke yeah. somebody with, with with a um with a jacket on. You should be able to. The right. To me, you know, as a jack, just like we talked about before for self defense. That's a whole other thing, man. Where we are from, most of the guys are wearing something you could strangle them with. You know what I'm saying? Or manipulate their balance with, or anything else. And uh, and for and for training, it's like a resistance tool, man. It's guys get grips and it's they can control you and shit. You gotta break out of that when you and break their grips and 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 and, and look to achieve it, positions. It forces you it, to to apply the proper technique. If you exactly. can get out of an armbar in a gi where they have yeah. all that grip and the friction, friction yeah, exactly. You can you you when you're in MMA, you can oh, that slip out. People rely on that. Oh yeah, exactly. But you can you know what I mean. And then you get in the yeah. gi, it makes you slow everything exactly, down and really man. apply your technique. Now, did, hold on, I'm sorry. Did, did 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 now? Did you mention uh, Mecker? Did he mention you? Was one one of those guys who mentioned who, Chris? Oh, okay. That he wants to fight the winner of your fight, who? Uh, Emil Mech. I'm not. He that was his first time fighting in the UFC. He yeah. fought uh, Jordan. Oh, dude, the beard. Jordan. Dude, yeah, yeah, the one with the wacky. Yeah, he he he, he yeah. fucked up Paul Harris with those elbows. Yes. Yeah, dude's a beast. Yeah, I was I was super impressed with the guy, man. And I'll tell you right now, that would be a fucking exciting fight. From what? Because the guy's a gamer for sure. Because that other kid's a tough kid. Well, he had been Jordan out for two. Jordan Mean, yeah, he'd been out for a couple of years, yeah, and, and then he mean, came back. He's been around. He, he's Jordan Mean. There's something going on there with, with mentally. I feel that 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 has to get. Sh- Straight. What do you think? Because I watched that. I'm like, he's obviously a tough guy, but I'm like, he doesn't. He seemed like he checked out a little bit. And I don't like to say that about a fighter because no, no, I'm no. not qualified. But no, no, no. Did I, you get I, that vibe or no? I like I said, I was at the dead serious card watching oh, my boy yeah, yeah. LJ Raboli oh, yeah. strangle someone in 26 seconds. Yeah, so, give uh, a shout out. Good. Yeah, that's yeah, right. that's that my you boy. Yo, he's teammate? gonna be a stud. Yeah, he's yeah? my main training partner. Well, wait. He's uh he fought at 168. He, he took it higher at 168 and dude six three. He's a lightweight. Yeah, he's like six three. Six three. LJ. Oh, the guy, and, your, your boy. Yeah, he, sh- he usually would have fought at like at like one sixty two, and uh, yeah, and but he the dude came, dude he fought even came in heavy. He had to drink water. He had to, he was about to piss his pants because he had to he had to drink up to one seventy one because oh. to allow the, for the commission allow it choke the dude in twenty six yeah. seconds with work. a head and arm what from the he's a he's a brown belt. You're 21 saying, years old. And you're about to say when he was still on half guard he did it? No, he, it okay. was from the feet. He locked it up. Oh, shit. And then he kind of kind of hung off the side on the back and just strangled it. Sounds shit. like an Aljo Sterling move. Funk master. That guy yeah, strangles people from everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good, man. And and, he, and you said he's a lightweight. 
Yeah, yeah. How's the He'll be a 55 He's great. He, he, you got Miller Brothers too, or is he at the... Uh, um, he's a David Adiv. He's okay. a Gracie, New Jersey guy. Nice. Uh, yeah, there's going to be some tough dudes coming out of there, man. Yeah, Jersey yeah. producers some tough motherfuckers, Jimmy. I guess so, Something yeah. The you know what it is? You're used to getting shit on because we're not... I grew up in Jersey. We're not in New York. The little See, brother. Yeah, the little brother, right? Yeah. Exactly. You kind of develop like a fucking... A weird uh, defensive thing. So yeah, people in Jersey are either comics or they... We're all East Coast. It is a funny thing, though, because when they put me on the screen and, and when I went to New Jersey, they're booing me. I, when I had the title, they I swear to God, I'm there. And they put I'd me on it. I go, no they're way. fucking booing me. I go, what? I go, it's me, you fucks. Yeah, How man. could you? And they, they, give me, they give me rude. They can be rude. I get along with everybody, but... They do. You got those yeah. Jersey Shore boys. You got smack around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guido. But you know. all the guys I meet from Jersey are fucking great. Like, for, you know, the Miller brothers. Uh, you know, I love Frankie. Edgar's such a great guy. He really is you a know? lovely man. Mickey's a good dude. I like him already. Not just because yeah. he said he's a fan of us. No, no. I want to. I want to see you. I want. I want to see you win this fight, and I want to see you do great things in the UFC. Um, what? So, what is your life like? Like now, all of a sudden, you went from kind of just starting out like in professional fighting, and now you're like. You're you're on the card. You're on the main card. Co-maining, man. Yeah, yeah. Man. I mean, it's yes. it's like you really jumped up I'm, fast. Yeah, I'm fortunate. I'm lucky, and yeah, it came fast. Uh, it's just you know, I'm just I'm just training, man. I'm getting better in huge spurts all the time. You know, I'm just I'm I'm in the gym. I'm doing the same stuff I would be doing anyway. I'm lucky I don't have to like drive a bread truck anymore and do. Oh, is that what you were like doing? That. Yeah, I was doing that like all through college. Kind of sucked, but you know, it, it gave me some money. And it allowed me to be able to train right. as much as I, I still wanted to. What did you yeah, think in college? Training. I'm sorry. What'd you take in college? Communications. I I uh I would I would go to I go to I go to AMA Fight Club and then Grace, New Jersey two times a day. Uh during college. I barely go to class. I graduated in four years from Rutgers, but oh. what did you want? Well, like, he's got communi- a brain too though, this well, kid. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. What did you want like what did communication? This is what I wanted to do. I want to do this. I want to get it. My, it was important to my family to get a degree. From, yeah. Um but I yeah, I want to do MMA. Since I was sixteen, oh. I, the past eight years, all I wanted to do is be an MMA fighter. I think my broadcast you said I want to do this. I'm like, wow. Oh, no. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 he's not bad on Mike. It you know, it's funny because there's guys that have been around a long time and good fighters, but you put a mic in front of them and they get fucking they get they get scared. You know what I mean? They get or they get champ they you know what they say. There's the oh, you know, whoever the UFC wants to see me fight, I'll fight. And yeah. then you're like you know, like listen. And it's like you don't want somebody not to be themselves, but what Mickey's doing right off the bat from the second we seen him at you know um, on, when, on, on the show and uh, calling out CM, and then after that already having he took out CM Punk and the way he called out Sage, that's like you that that that's that's wild, man, for a new guy to be so comfortable on Mike. Are you a fan of like old professional wrestling or right. what do you what made you? I'm just so a student of the game. Shit. I'm a student of the yeah. game. You know, I I really I I'd see the guys be on there, and be like, ah, whoever that UFC wants to give me, like that's your shot, man. You can put your two cents in right there. You there's someone you want. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna have a name every time. I'm having a name this Did Saturday after I be Sage. No, I, I it's just it was just very obvious to me. Yeah. It, it just you know, go out it's there. Smart. And, yeah, stake your claim. Because it makes want. people want to see the fight. Like this, and I've said this a million times. And I apologize for my boring redundancy, oh. but that's why UFC is so great. Because like they, you, the fight comes up, and it's like I want to see that fight, and they don't make you wait eight years like fucking stupid boxing did. I mean, you no. know, Tyson Holyfield uh, made they made us wait. I mean, then Mike yeah. went to jail, but even before that, it took like two years. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Mayweather, Pacquiao, nobody gave a shit by the time they fought. I know I didn't. And it's like UFC, you call out uh, yeah. CM Punk. Okay, you're fighting him, and yep. it's like people want to see it, and it happens. It's great. And then they're smart to do that. And he's, and he's now he's got the next fight he wants, man. 
I mean, he's got the, he want after that, he wanted Sage Northwood, he called him out. He, oh, when I heard that, I go, oh, I'd want to fucking, and not only that, it's two guys we find, <laughs> I'm always fucking my show, <laughs> fucking shameless. It's two guys we found on Dana White looking for a fight. That's part of the interesting part about it. it yeah. The guys both kind of came in the same way. Dana. So, you know, yeah. it's logical that you'd be fighting. And, and uh, that's like a win-win, but uh, now I'm actually, you know, leaning. I'm obviously, you know, I like the other guy's such a nice guy, but fucking now I feel like Nikki's one of us. I've never, I don't know Sage. I, I think we said hello now, once. You know, with, now I feel it's a, there's Crazy a bond. Jiu-Jitsu, man. Yeah, yeah and he is, uh, you know, he's on the um, uh, David Adiv, and he does, he's a jiu-jitsu guy. I want to see Mickey win in a, in a, in a fast and and really vulgar way. I know, I know he's <laughs> violent. Man. I want to make I want to make him bleed. Uh, I'd I'd like to, uh, we haven't seen Sage bleed in there. I'd like to make him bleed a little bit. Do you know him at all or no? No, nah, just just seen you know just seen seen him. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I don't know him at all. He yeah. seems like a, he does. He seems like a sweet kid. I have no hate for the kid, but it's a doggy dog sport. He's so, got to absolutely. He's got to have some. He's got to have. He can't, nobody can be that nice. He's got to have some rage. That's why I think the guy might fight fucking uh, Sage. He, maybe that's why he could fights because he is so fucking just, just, just like the fucking crest poster boy, man. Just hey yo, oh wow, you know. I'm like, is this guy fucking? It's like a could this guy be this nice? Yeah, and Steven, then you, Steven Thompson too, though. I mean, another be nice, not, but not, not nice. No, he's no, fifty-seven and zero. The difference is that's a nice Southern guy, like right. you know, and it. Dude, did you meet Sage yet or no? Hi, briefly, like hello, and he's been he was, he was I mean, like an, a very nice young man. There's gotta be. It's almost like there's no it, there's no way you could keep that up for twenty four seven, man. And I met his fucking I met his family, and each one is just like it's like a they're it's nice like, people. It's like Barbie and Ken, and then Barbie and Ken's kids. Like you sure. know what I mean? It's like that's what I'm dealing with. I'm like, oh my god. Some people just, just but people. that's that's jaded East Coast people. Like ah, they're smiling. What the fuck is yeah, wrong with that? Yeah. <laughs> I saw all of us fucking fake. Yeah, <laughs> people they're just what nice people, hiding? right? They're just, nice. but you're shit. a nice guy. I mean, like a lot of guys who can fight are just nice dudes. Like it must be. I, I think as I'm talking, like you're a young guy, good looking. It must be great to go out and date, and not have to worry about some guy hitting on your chick at the bar. Like what a great way to be that must be. Yeah, I I'm guess. paranoid. <laughs> Single dude, obviously. No, no, I I, I got a girl. So how long have you dated? Um, about a year. Oh, about a year. All right. Yeah. Now, did cool she? Did, now you met her. She listens you, too, so don't get me. Did you? I'm no, not getting listen to me. Did you I meet know. her from uh, <laughs> from fighting or no? Um, no, no, no. Uh, we we you know cross paths in uh, parties at Rutgers. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ah, there you go, yeah. dude. He's got the world by the nuts. I know. Guy. He's got the world by the nuts. He's got I the know. world by the nuts. Twenty four in the UFC. Good looking, a really good fighter. It beats being forty eight. Fucking! <laughs> I, I don't listen, man. You guys both have such a big weekend this weekend. You got your special, which finally, I'm really excited yeah, well, about. Well, we'll see. Yeah, I know. I know. I said I wasn't going to suck too much of your guys' dicks, but I got to say this. <laughs> um, I was a fan of you, Jimmy, as stand up, and then you as a fighter, and then you guys come on this and you kill it. This, po- this I listen is to this podcast, great. man. This is I. We, we all like a lot of us. We listen to this drive yeah. and practices. Yeah, we we love you guys. Oh, Thank you, man. Dana comes on. It's like a state of the union address. Like all right, <laughs> it is, that, is, that is funny. Though. I mean? It's like it's it's great. It's we love when show. Dana comes because literally <laughs> he's the only guy in that kind of a position in, in professional sports who will literally will say anything. Yeah, keeps it real. And he really keeps it real. And so, so you always know it's going to get a lot of headlines, selfishly, you know it, but you know he means what he's saying. Nah, and shit, Cowboys yeah, responded to it. We had, uh, we had uh, Cowboy on the next week. And, uh, you know, usually he's very... He he doesn't back off a lot, but he's like, well, yeah, I know Dan. I better have dinner. Like you could tell, he was a little bit concerned that now, what Dan about, was irritated with him. Now, what about that fight? Now you saw Cowboy versus uh, uh, Matt, we're gonna, uh, we Brown. We have to get to the fights a little Matt bit. Matt Brown, for yeah, sure. it was great. Uh man, that was a good fight. You would have liked that. 
I saw I saw the ending. Yeah. Oof. Uh, yeah, yeah. A rough one. It, 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 you know, who was winning that fight up to that point? Do you think Cowboy? I mean, Matt Brown was coming back the second round, though. That happened the third round. Yes, yes. yes. That happened the third round. I'm gonna. Say, I got to see that second round again because now it's stuck in my head. The the that um that uh the ending, but the first round was definitely Cowboy. I'd say second round. I think was Matt it? Brown was coming back. Some he might have won. It might have came down to that third. If I if I'm correct. Yeah. It was, it was, you know, but uh, yeah, Cowboy puts that shit together. And he's looking like a killer at, at welterweight. Those two guys, man, I pay to watch them every weekend. Yeah, yeah. Both Matt those... Brown and Cowboy, yeah. I, that's, a, that's a wonderful fight. Those good dudes are dogs. And they know each other and they've trained together. And, yeah, uh, yeah Muay Thai styles, yeah. That, that was, was a brutal clash. knockout, though. That that, was it, brutal. it was brutal, man. And he, But he's really, um, he, he's a fucking, uh, I'm, I'm getting a fucking, what was I talking about? I was about to talk about fucking, I had in my head well, the, the fight. Kimura. From fucking what's his name? Yeah, about Francis Ngannou, and now we're going back to that. Bring me back. The best, well, the fight that that was fucking. I mean, I, it was you know. I guess it was a, what thirty twenty seven, thirty twenty seven, and twenty nine, twenty eight. Is that what it was? With Duho what? Choi losing to um, Holy Paul Swanson. Holy, Holy shit, shit, man! That was a great fight. That's and, one of the best fights the, I've ever that seen. That was the pay per view one. Yeah, yeah. And Cub Swanson. Yeah. I thought Cub clearly won it. Like he he was just no no. He I, won I, for I sure. thought it was absolutely right but that he won a, it. What a good fight, man! I mean, it was. Uh, it was dynamic. In the very beginning, you're like, how is Cubs, you know, this guy's on him, man. And then he started landing, and it was very dramatic because you could tell anything could happen at any time with this fight because Cub was in there, and he was throwing some wild shit, too, back at him. He started landing, and uh, and and he's the first guy to make this guy look human. Yeah. You know? well, well, the thing is, I think because uh, Choi has a lot more hair, so what happens is when he gets hit, his hair moves, so it looks like he's getting hit. I really believe that because it really looked like he was getting lit up. Oh, uh, shit. He's a very tough no, guy. Cub, no, he has a good chin, too, and he does look like he's from a fucking uh, boy band, a Korean boy band or something yeah. like that. He's Korean. Yeah, he was very yeah, upset Korean that he lost. Superboy. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, Superboy, right? Yeah, he, he said, could... I won't lose again. He was very upset that he lost. I mean, but again, he did lose. I mean, Cubs Fox actually beat him. That was it's a... one of the best fights I've ever seen, though. It was, yeah. it was, I got to gotta, a... gotta check that. Everyone's got a link. Send wow, me Wow, man. It wasn't a... as good as, like, what was the fight that was a draw that I was happy to see? Oh, uh, Bigfoot, Mark Hunt. That was that a five round fight that went yeah. that uh, that date was just a draw. It was the, one of the most brutal fights I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. You should, if you can watch Bigfoot, Mark, yeah, I've Hunt. seen that one. Oh, that was crazy! Fuck, was that well, good? The, the, uh, big yeah. monsters slugging each other for five rounds. There was so many good ones the other night. So many. Uh, I'm trying to think of the other one. You talked about Francis with that Kimura. Yeah, that was it. Well, uh, um, and and Lewis against uh, strong. And, and by the way, just I can't, what, how do you say? Abdurrahim. Abdurrahim. He wasn't. Uh, he wasn't happy with his victory. Yeah, Dana said that his uh, press, his, his uh, press conference was bullshit. Didn't he say that? He, he was saying, yeah. Um, Derek Lewis was saying yeah. he was like, he's like, man, that was some bullshit. He was saying his fight was bullshit about like, his own, yeah, yeah he, he about his happy. performance. Yeah. He was not happy. That, that that's good though. That's yeah. just that's a guy that he was. He, even though he got the W, he still wanted it in better specs a lot. Yeah, he so. wanted in a more of a spectacular fashion. What did you think of Pettis being stopped by, for the first time by uh, Max Holloway? Holloway is fucking great. I felt going in. I felt, and I like both guys, and uh, I think they're both studs, but I just think this Max Holloway kid is on a fucking mission. There's something like, like he, like, you just, like, you know Pettis, like, it's not an easy fight for anybody, because he's fucking, he stopped Cowboy with a fucking kick to the fucking body, and, uh, but I just, I mean, I got a feeling with this kid, man, he just looks like he's on a, he's on a fucking mission, and, and he's so... He's got such faith in himself. He's got such belief that it's just like, yo, man, this he's 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 gonna be making some waves, man. Now he now he's got that interim belt, and he's calling uh, he's calling uh, 
Jose Aldo, uh, where's Waldo? Like, where's Aldo? Where's Aldo? Oh, yeah. Hey, he kept yelling hashtag, yeah. where's Aldo? He's funny, man. No, yeah. I like that. He's another kid that's a young kid. He's he's good on mic. Like, you know, he's he, he's uh, he's decent on mic, too. You well, know Pettis I mean? missed weight by three pounds, and, and it's like, so he couldn't have won the belt? That must have sucked. Like, you know you're going to fight this, you know, but Max he, Holloway, and you can't yeah. even but get the belt. if you he won... Well, he'd still probably get the shot against that, Aldo for the real yeah. belt. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah. But what would have happened with the interim? It just would have been... It would have been none. There would have no been, interim. oh, no interim. Yeah. He would have been next. But yeah, he said he's going right back up to uh, yeah. 155, I he think. He said he it just, was too too hard a cut. And, he, and we, we talked to him, and, and he said, like, I'm like, because you, you know, you're coming out of a hard division, but you're also you're not going to an easier division. And he said, well, no, no, I think it's easier. He seemed like he said it was easier. I'm like, nah. I don't know. No, man. it's not. I, you know what? It, it, I think you got killers at both weight classes, but 155 is fucking rough. Yeah, man. Every listen, you can look at every division and go, "Oh, look." I mean, every, every this killers everywhere. It's the fucking UFC. It's the, it's the cream of the crop. But uh, that's gotta be hard. He's lost like what, I'm sorry, man. It was a three out of yeah. four that he, or a four out of five. And, and the picture Pettis losing four out of five. I mean, at one point he was seemed unbeatable. Yeah. Was he like eighteen and two at one point? Yeah, he's on a Wheaties box. No, this game. Listen, the game's unforgiving. Like. You could be on top of the world and then drop one and be like, all right, he, all of a sudden you drop two. And then you're like, fuck, man, what the fuck's going on? You know what I mean? And it's not that you suck. It's just that it could, you know, a, a zig when you should have zagged, man. Small little errors lead to fucking disasters. Have you fought anybody, too, that you looked up to? Because I see a lot of these guys that fight there. They'll, they'll love a guy. Like, you know, he loves you. And, and if he comes in, like, I have to fight Matt well, Sarah. I'm retired. I'm not fucking him. with Mickey now. You no, but me? I'm saying, like, I've seen that a lot with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> Matt either. These guys who will fight, like, their idols or guys yeah, that they yeah, look yeah. up to. Guys who will fight for Anderson Silva when they admired him. Uh, have you fought anybody that you really look up to yet, or have you not had to do that? Um, no, nah, not yet. I'd, I'd like to, though. Oh, you I, would? Yeah, yeah. I think I'd be, you know, that, it, that'd be an honor. That'd be cool, you know? That's, that's, you, you don't get into this to not fight, you know right. what I mean? You want, you want fights, you want big names. Big names make nice trophies. So you do you want, already know who you're going to call out? I do. Maybe you won't say it. No, you can, okay. yeah, that's no, good, man, Mickey. On good on Fox. You guys find out on Fox. Okay, that's smart. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's good, man. No, and so wait, the fight again. It's uh, this weekend. It's on Fox. It's on big, um, big Fox. Big yeah. Fox. Fox. Dude, that's fucking huge. It's Paige Van Zandt against uh, Wa- Waterson, yeah. and uh, the uh, you guys are the co-main. It's uh, Mickey against Sage, and then uh, Uriah's last fight is in Sacramento, which is his hometown, which is awesome. Yeah. Who's Uriah? It is. Fighting? Oh yeah, that's Brad right. Pickett. And Brad Pickett's no joke either, man. I like that kid. It's sad to see Uriah go, though, man. He's such a he's such a good dude, and he's you, you know, know what? I, I, I a good fight. You know, it's, no, it's true because you you enjoy his fights, and I think he's the guy that's always going to be around. And I think uh, he's a smart smart dude. I think he's going to be just fine with you know with business wise. I think he's got his. He's got like a lot of different shit going on besides fighting. And he's op- got to be on the on the Mount Rushmore of pussy getting too. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. yes. Like he probably killed. You know it. Oh, I think so. As you're him. saying that, I'm thinking of one time years ago that you, Ryan, and I talked. And he's like, I want to come see your show. I didn't hear from him. And, and uh, he, got, he had gotten into a threesome. <laughs> like, really? I don't fucking blame you, dude. I would have missed my own dumb show for a threesome. Yeah. Nah, a yeah, you think he is on the Mount Rushmore? I, he has to be. Yeah. It's, I, <laughs> he's a nice guy. He can fight. He's handsome. Forget it. back West Coast, dude. He's uh, a fucking... Women love that. He's awesome, man. Yeah, but you know what? I, even though you're saying it's going to be sick, you're not going to be seeing him fight. Like it's one of those things where you you don't want. If you really do like him, you don't want a guy to stick around too. No, no, no. Of course not. You know I what I mean? It's totally selfish. Especially in this. Yeah, I know. Because you know, even though I think he's still going to be able to take out a lot of dudes for a while, 
you know, you don't want to see guys start taking punishment because he's leaving the game with his marbles. How old is he? Like thirty six? You know, yeah, he's definitely around that. So like when I saw Anderson fight at two hundred, I felt you felt depressed. No one agrees with me. I still think Cormier didn't beat him up as badly as he could have. No one agrees with me. Nah, I don't. But agree But I, with I you still at believe all. that. I know. I don't. No, because I think he was trying to. I don't think. I think if that you I, watch that fight again and you see him on the ground, yeah, you'll see there was a couple of times where Cormier is relentless on the ground, yeah. and uh, I think the, he I just think, wasn't as relentless. I believe Chris Berthoud said, "Chris, what do you think?" Don't fucking agree with him. Yeah. Now you can agree with yeah, you. You can do whatever yeah, you want. It's not on. Uh, yeah. Chris, about you, you agree what? They, with that? <laughs> no, I agree with you. I don't think he went as hard. As he I think that it was a no win for Cormier. Like if he if he loses, he has to win. But I if think he, he beats won. the shit out of a loved legend. I mean, look, Larry Holmes beat up Ali and he cried afterwards. He didn't want yeah. to do it. He had to do it. He took it easy on him. He beat him, but I he also, didn't beat Ali as badly as he could have. He also walked over a fucking car and jumped on somebody. <laughs> was that what Larry Holmes? Was that, that was Larry Holmes, motherfucker. Yeah. Wait, was I that, forgot who he did. You ever seen I'm that? Guess, yeah, was a it, kick was it, double, <laughs> double kick. Was it Trevor Burbick? Trevor Burbick. It was Trevor Burbick. Wait, but it was Larry Holmes with him. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. Trevor Burbick was a guy. I think... Was that after Burbick beat Ali? Because I think that was Ali's last fight was Trevor Burbick. I don't know. And I know he said to Mike Tyson, get this guy for me. And Mike Tyson gave yep. Trevor Burbick a fucking beating. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Wait, wasn't it? I thought it was Tyson beat up Holmes for fucking up Ali. No, he did beat up I Holmes, but he okay. be also beat up uh, Trevor Burbick because that was okay. Ali's last fight. Am I correct? Yeah. Oh, he gave him a fucking pummeling. <laughs> the last thing you want is Tyson with an agenda. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? Were you a boxing fan or no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I are. was. I was. Who's Dude, your favorite fighter? Um, I my my favorite one's Vinny Madalone. I don't think you guys. I don't know. Him. No, he's a, he's a Queens guy. Oh, uh, I, I I remember I saw a fight with, uh, with my grandpa and my uncle, and I, I just I fell in love with that dude. He he couldn't like there's no defense, rock him, sock him the whole time. But Tyson's one guy I would love to like have a conversation with. Like if I could pick one person, Mike Tyson. Yeah, he's he's a, he's a very fun guy to chat. With. I've interviewed him a bunch, and he's really a, he's a really not that everybody you know when you say so many crazy angry things over the years, people forget like there's a really smart guy behind that. And uh, he says some really deep stuff about self-esteem and about all these demons he had. And yeah. Mike says some really character. great yeah. shit. Yeah, he's a really... Have you read his book? Yeah. It's yep, the best it. biography I've ever read is Undisputed Truth. It's like brutally honest. He's fucking phenomenal. So you never met him? Never met him. He's probably, he probably knows who you are. I'm sure he watched that CM fight. He's a big fan of UFC. Yeah, I know he's a UFC fan. I was supposed to be on a uh, on like a, a call, and he was supposed to be on it too. And then he uh, had something else to do. I was disappointed. Oh, he did? Well, yeah. you'll you know, in the UFC. He'll be at one of your fights, I'm sure, he'll, or, or he'll be there. Is it weird for you if people you like, if you know you like someone and they're in the uh, audience? Have you had that where you're like, oh, because I, I, at 200, Madonna was in the room. Again, no fighters don't give a fuck about it. But it's like if you're fighting, you know, like there's an American icon, does that mess you up or you don't care? Um, I, it's it's nice. It's cool. It's cool when someone you like is, like knows you and likes you. Also, right? Yeah. After after my Mike Jackson fight, I saw uh, Russell Peters back there. I was like, Hey, Russell Peters, I'm a big fan. He's like, Oh, I'm a big fan. Oh, you know so Russell? Sh- yeah, yeah, I'm a big yeah. comedy fan. Yeah. Oh yeah, you yeah. are. Yeah, absolutely. Russell's great too. Russell, if you don't know Russell, I'm sure you do. If you're listening to other parts of the world, he's one of the biggest comics. You know, we interviewed today on the morning show. I do with Sam Roberts. We interviewed a comedian named Gad. Do you know who Gad is? No. He's French. He he sells out arenas in France. He'll do eight nights in a row at a Madison Square Garden in France, and then he comes to America and he wants to build. And that's what Russell did. Like he's so famous. Everywhere in the world, yeah. and he's known in the U.S., but he's not like. If you haven't listened to Russell Peters, man, he's one of the top earning comics on the planet. Just yeah. funny, witty, what is very it? funny. Just... Does great. He does amazing, like ethnic stuff. But it's about like you know he knows like the difference like in Indonesia. He understands different ethnicities, and mm. I think he's Indian, so he talks about Indian culture and things that most comedians don't know. Yeah. He just has a real knack for them. Russell is a and fucking he's funny. Yeah, they yeah, say yeah. He's a great guy too. They say he's like the most generous guy. From from what I hear about him, I, I've never you know I met him that one time 
the guy, but he's Russell. He, he's a lovely guy. The first time yeah. I met him, uh, he came to. I was shooting something, and uh, Yoshi, a friend of mine, who's a comedian, uh, yep. who used to, you know, you know Yoshi. Yep. Yoshi worked for Evil Angel and would do all their porn boxes. So he brought Russell to my show, and Russell knew I was a big Kiss fan. He brought me like this love, this Kiss book. It's just a nice, generous thing for him to do. I'm not like that. I just show up and I take. You know, it, was really, <laughs> it, was, it was really nice. Um, I, I met him. He, he, he was having dinner with Bruce Buffer. He was like he grew up with like his friends at Lennox Lewis. It's always weird to me relationships that people have that I'm not aware of. Yeah. I don't know why I said that. Just I just totally ended the conversation <laughs> with something stupid and boring. <laughs> Five minutes? Until hey. what? Until gotta, gotta, gotta get out of here? Oh, okay. Nah, well. fuck that. Yo, hand me my phone real quick. Uh, no, because Dana <laughs> sent me something I want to show you. Uh, you know, we get... He, it's, it's not so a dick funny. pic, is it? No, no. Oh, I, awesome. I'm not going <laughs> to show you. <laughs> hey, you want to see what Dana's cock looks like? <laughs> no, not his. It's somebody else. That's fucking great. I want to know who but, you're um, going to call out. You can't tell. Can you write know. it down? I know. He's probably, he can tell it's probably all fair. We're not going to slip. No, we won't tell. Nah, he doesn't have to say nothing. But uh, it's funny. I was texting back and forth with Dana because a lot of times when we uh, guys that we catch, we find on the show, we want to you know, we want to see how they do. you know. So a kid the other day was fighting. We found him on episode six of uh, Dana White looking for a fight. And his name was Matthew Lopez. And he was fucking, when we saw him fight, uh, when we were looking for the fights, he was good. And he looked good. And he, I think, I don't know if he wrestled with uh, TJ Dillashaw, but he has some kind of history with him. So he was saying he could jump in there now and take care of him and this and that. You know, he was selling himself, but he looked good when we saw him. So the other day, uh, when he fought, you know what I mean? He, the fight starts, and uh, he got he got he got caught he got dropped he got caught with something. Sure. And it was one of those where if it was a nervous referee, because the guy jumped on him in turtle. You saw the, you saw the fight. Who, who uh, he fought? Um, who did he fight again? Mitch Gannon. Mitch Gannon. Mitch Mitch Gannon. Yeah. Okay. Mitch Gannon. That reminds you know I'm thinking of Sean Gannon, the dude who fought fucking Kimbo. The cop, the, yeah, 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 yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I'm fucking all over the place. Oh, he beat Kim, uh, Kimbo Slice. Yeah, in a street in, fight. In a, no, but they, a, they fought a, like in a basement. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. A padded basement. What was that guy? What was the his Boston, name? He's Boston Sean cop. Sean Gannon. Sean Gannon. Yeah, what Boston was this guy's cop? name? This is Mitch Gannon. All right, it's like all right, I'm not crazy. It's like it's Gagnon. Fucking... Is that how you suppose last name? Yeah. 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 But anyway, he got fucking. He got dropped. I'm like. I'm like, he's looking good. And as I texted Dana, he's looking good. He gets fucking dropped. And he's like, oh, that ain't good. <laughs> so fucking, so then he weathered it. And thank God, the, the re- I was, I was, I go nuts during the fights. Like, I, I'm a little fan. So I'm going nuts and uh, watching it like, you know, fuck, he's got, oh shit, survive it. So he survived that thing. Because I like the roof of the guys that we find, you know. So he survived it. And then he came back and he fucking, there, and he won the next two rounds, man. This kid is fucking good. So Dana said this, uh, he uh, I, he said this to me backstage afterwards with the fucking guy. I'll show it to you. Hey, look, look, I'll play it as I show it to you guys. Look, look, look. Sarah, thanks for all the fucking support, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> look at that fucking guy. How happy he is! But dude, we were so fucking happy. That's Matthew Lopez, and that was right after he fought and died. Here's the worst part: Mickey thought that was probably gonna be a nice thing from Dana about him. Like, oh no, <laughs> did you? Come on! Did I give a long walk for a small sip of fucking lemons? Did no, I lemon no. juice? <laughs> he thinks it's gonna be this great. Like, hey, tell Mickey good luck, or I'm thinking of him, and it's, it's just this other you fighter. Gonna, that's all happy. You know what I'm gonna tell Chris, the producer, dude? You gotta fucking charge this thing. It's not charging. It's a fucking ten percent. Do you? I don't just what need your, you to hold on to. What I'm is your sorry, relationship like with Dana? I mean, obviously you know him, but do you guys talk at all, or 
Um, yeah, I you know we we've texted a little bit and stuff. He, everything I've I don't have a bad word to say about Dan. No, of course he's the man. Yeah, yeah, he's been great to me, giving me a lot of great opportunities. I you know I couldn't be happier. Well, you know it's the thing about him is, is like they see like I've, I've said this before too, but to do this podcast, he just called. He goes, do you want to do the podcast? Like, there's no. It's not a bunch of lawyers or a bunch of nonsense. It's like if you have something and he wants to, he just he'll just talk to you about it. And it's like that's the problem. With other sports is they there's no don't bullshit do that. with him. He keeps no, it real. there's I like no that. bullshit. Yeah, I, so, I respect him a lot. Who, what is your goal? Like, you eventually obviously want to win the championship. Do you think you're ready? I mean, fighters always think they're ready, but do you know, like, all right, before I go through a few guys, I need a few fights under my belt? Yeah, I'm aware. I'm, I'm you know, I'm still young in the tooth. I don't have any delusions about that. But, uh, you know, I I know I, on any day I, I could be the best guys in the world. Right right now I can. And right now I'm also, I'm growing at, like, huge spurts. Like, uh, you know, uh, so yeah, I, you know, I think it'll be a couple years before I, I you know, belong in the top. In the right. top but. You know, I, I'm gonna get there, and a, a, any day I, I could I could take it anyway. I truly yeah. believe that. And, and what do you think of a guy like Tyron Woodley? He's a beast. He a is monster. right. Yeah. And how do you deal with a guy like that who is also really good on the ground? You you know you just you I got tricks. I got tricks. Now, when you mean really good on the ground, now what are you basing that on exactly? I'm not. I'm not a, and I like that. I'm not Wa- watching him. him beat people up on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm basing it. On, yeah, but mm, uh, what? Okay. Now, jujitsu wise, I'm yet to see anything, you know, like through. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he like he was on. So, do you think he's not a good wrestler? No, oh, no, he's a great good wrestler. wrestler. Yeah. Now, listen, there's a difference between being a great wrestler and and being skilled in submission and jujitsu and whatnot. You can get the fight to the floor, but now what? Do you, now, where do we go from there? I, that's why my. That's why, like, when we talk about like. Uh, um, Daniel Cormier versus uh, Anderson Silva. I think Anderson Silva's got an old school, closed, decent, uh, good defense from down there, man. Yeah. He went five rounds with, with Chael Sonnen not trying to pass, just trying to beat him up from there. And shots get through. But you think Chael was going easy on him? And I know he's a little bit older, but DC, I don't, I mean. He's 41, and DC is a lot stronger yeah. than Chael. A lot stronger yeah, than but, Chael. Yeah, but we're talking about, um, yeah, strength is strength. But you're dealing with a shorter, stockier guy and a longer guy's guard that's good at defending himself. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, listen, we could agree to disagree all day long I don't, if no, no, had mercy I, I, on it. I don't even think you're wrong. I still think Cormier Corm- would never admit bring that up again? What the hell we just talking oh, We were oh, talking yeah. about Tyron now, Woodley. Look, listen, him, now he can get the fight. He can get Mickey on his back. We, if, he, if he could get Mickey on his back, but now is he passing his guard? Is he beating him up from there? If a guy's got a good, dangerous, close guard, you know... We're, you know, we we, we got to see what would happen. I mean, what did he do on top of uh, Wonder Boy? He gave him some. He gave him a little bit of a beating. It's it's or literally control. Put him in side control. But yeah, yeah. I've Tyron yeah. Woodley absolutely could take me down. Yeah, but I, I I'm good off my back, man. I got Gracie, you know, old and school that, Gracie Jiu Jitsu. That's, uh, that's I a, will say that choke. The fact that Wonder Boy didn't tap with his head. He said his head was too small. Oh, that's when he went to a guillotine. Yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. fucking. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was gonna kill him. Shit. Wonderboy's Wonder a tough kid. Was that a, was mis- a great fight? It was amazing. Oh, it was no, that was an fight. awesome fight. Was that a man. mistake by Tyron, or is that, or is that Thompson just being so fucking tough, or did he just not have it as well as he thought he had? Well, it, well I mean, listen, hindsight's always twenty twenty. That that same guillotine could have other guys could have tapped to it. You know what I mean? Some guys could have uh, definitely said, "Fuck you, got me." And there's other guys that aren't in that quick tap club, and they could survive it. He survived it, and then you know, so it's like one of those things. Like, oh man, did I? Did I fuck up trying to really take take his head off, and then he caught me? Listen, well, both fights that he's lost have been on the ground. I think uh, who was it? Uh, was it Matt Brown that beat him the first time? I think Matt Brown was his first loss. Uh, Wonder, Wonder Boy? Boy. Yeah, yeah, and it was on the ground mostly. He, this was a tie. Yeah. This is a draw. This this, this one, one was yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah. he still didn't get the uh, 
What's that? Uh, the belt. Yeah, no, I mean, listen. Right. Are they rematching it? Are they? They, they have are, to. Right? They have that's to. what they talked about. That's what they, And then it's such a good fight that I, I think that's the the way to go. I think Danner expressed it. That's okay. what people want to say. It, yeah, it was a draw. I mean, I, Tyron got one, one, uh, you know, two of them. What was it? 47, 47? I, mean, I don't remember. Two, two of them. Uh, and but all I know is it was a fucking good fight. That was a rough night anyway for me. I told you, I had some shots of Patron because uh, right. my buddy Chris Chris Weidman had a, a tough night. So. Uh, before I went down to join Jimmy because we got hooked up with fucking great tickets. I, you can't not sit there first. Round. I had to. Normally my guy, fucking leave, my chip guy loses. Con- I go Connor's home. there and fucking Chip Chipperson's behind him <laughs> ruining the experience for everybody. <laughs> he knows right away who I Chip know, Chipperson is. I know that, is. Yeah. yeah, people were really annoyed. Too. They, were, they were like tweeting me. Um, so we have to wrap up with Mickey and I guess we're almost done. Um, I have to read a live read real quick so we'll just do this afterwards and we apologize for the technical problems, Mickey. Oh, man. Um, we're happy that you're here. And you can come in even when you're not dude, fighting. If you just want to hang out, man, you're you more than right welcome. You look right over here, dude. Yeah, you got to pop and be a friend of the show. Love to. You know Thank what I mean? You. Fuck yeah, Mickey. Yeah, thanks for having me. Well, this kind of blows that Mickey has to take off. I mean, we were having fun. That time flies, man. First of all, we had a clusterfuck yeah. of getting started today. But hey, man, you got to shoot the shit for close to an hour, no? Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah, it's great to be. Yeah, great to talk we're to you. We're happy guys, to man. have you in. It's nice to be on already, it, you know? I, like yeah. I said, I listen. You guys rock. Thank you. I man. already liked Mickey's attitude as a fighter because I knew he was a bad motherfucker. But yeah. it's always it's always better when you know they're a good guy, too. When you meet you know a guy I mean? and you like him, it helps so much. Because once in a while, you, very rarely in UFC, you meet a guy that you don't like. But yeah. that's why it's hard to pick who to. Like, when you interview two guys, they're both really nice. It's like, I don't want to see one of these guys lose, you know? But I definitely want to see Sage lose. Because he can't. <laughs> Hey, I've, I've t- talked to He canceled today. If you canceled he was this supposed podcast, to be on. Do you know that? Oh, he yeah. was going to be on air with us. Yeah. I don't even know if you knew. Mickey didn't even know. Did you know uh, that? If you no, cancel on this podcast. Was he supposed to be on when Mickey was here? Yeah. Yeah. You know oh, what man, I think, though? Fun. I think that. Uh, I, I think you he heard I was coming on. He's afraid I'll light that ass uh, up. I thought the same thing. That's, I think he. I think doesn't light that definitely ass up. He doesn't. I don't think he'd want to get into any verbal fucking. No. Judo. What? I don't like him. Hey, I, think, I don't. <laughs> I think he, I think he's an apple bully. I don't like apple bullying, and I also think that uh, I don't like anybody who cancels on this program. So good luck, man. I hope you do really, really well Saturday and win. Uh, but then, I, I don't even want to jinx you by saying that. I just hope you have a great fight. Thank you. Yeah, oh, with him, with him, with him picking him, you should pick for pick 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 Sage. I'm a terrible at pick picking. Sage. So once in a while, I pick shines. the right guy. Though I pick the right yeah. guy once in a while. I pick Max to beat uh, Pettis. And hey, you're not too far. You're right over here. We're all the same family. You ever want to take a drive down? I know Long Island's you know a couple hours it's, from me at least. Trip, but I, I'd be happy. A little bit. Yeah, you want to come down and work with my guys, man? Tuesday. Night's a great night to come down. That's yeah, what I'm, I'm going to make that happen. It's a great yeah, Come down. It'd be an honor to have you down. Yeah, thank All right. You. Mickey, thanks for chilling with us, man. Thank you. Thank and you. Good thank luck. You, All right. We're going to take a piss and finish up. Yes. This is UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Okay. And of course, one of our favorite sponsors, Picture a World. We're putting on a new pair of underwear. Isn't just fresh. You're stepping into a better day. Does not sound appealing? Of course it does. Uh huh. Think about it. Underwear. Is the first thing you put on and the last thing you take off. Why would you settle for anything less than the best feeling underwear on the planet? I'll tell you why. Because you're dumb. That's why. MeUndies focuses solely. I have almonds in my mouth and I'm trying to talk. My <laughs> MeUndies knows that we love them. And where's my MeUndies in the mail? Quickly, I would like them. Yeah, me too. We talked about this. MeUndies. I need, I need mine also. I, I love my... I love... Quote me on this. I love my MeUndies. They're the most comfortable underwear I've ever worn. <sighs> now, even if they weren't, I wouldn't blast them because they're a sponsor. But I can honestly tell you, it's nice to say it and mean it. They are the most comfortable underpants. And I always talk about how great my hog looks. Believe yes. me. Yes. My hog looks awful other times. 
My friends at MeUndies sent me a few pairs a while back, and I really do wear them, and I cannot imagine wearing... I'm wearing dumpy, regular boxers today, and I hate them. Mm. They suck. Yucky. For the price of two cocktails, MeUndies is going to guarantee your new favorite pair of underwear right to your doorstep. Better day guaranteed. Try them on, and if they're not the most comfortable, best-feeling underwear you've ever had, A, you're lying, and B, they'll refund you and let you keep the first pair for free, so you risk nothing. Included in the price is the Sweet Touch of Modal, a special fabric made with best-in-class raw materials that are scientifically proven to be three times softer than cotton. And you know what else tells me that they're three times softer than cotton? What's My that? genitals! Oh! Which are mushed against them all day, and they feel great. Yes. These uber-cozy undies are sold exclusively on the MeUndies website, where you'll enjoy free shipping in the U.S. and Canada. For a limited time, everyone in this audience gets 20% off their first order, but you gotta go to our special URL, MeUndies.com slash... UFC. With the MeUndies Better Day Guarantee, you have nothing to lose, so don't wait any longer. Don't be a goose. Forgive my language there. Go to MeUndies.com slash UFC for 20% off your first order. That's MeUndies.com slash UFC. What do you have to lose besides itchy, unpleasant underwear? Let me. I, listen, I don't wear underwear. I wear MeUndies and that's it. Well, today was really fun. We apologize that it's a shorter podcast. I would have normally stayed, but it's the one day I have to leave because and- I'm being fitted for clothes, so I cannot be, uh, you know, for my special... This weekend. Yeah. This weekend's a huge weekend for some. Everybody's got something going on. I mean, obviously, you got uh, Paige Van Zandt versus the Karate Hottie. Paige Van Zandt, yes, versus uh, Waterson. That's going to be amazing. Uriah's and, last uh, fight, our Uriah. pal Mickey Gall against Sage Northcutt. Amazing. And it's on Big Fox, Chris yes. the producer. Chris the producer, the live card starts at what time exactly? Because the people want to know. On Fox, it starts at 8 p.m. At 8 p.m. Yes. on the Big Eastern. Fox, Eastern Time. I mean, I know. Listen, normally, and I'm going to be um, trying. I listen, and obviously, you got you what you're doing. You have your special you're shooting, and myself, I'm going to be at the Polar Fucking Express, dude. It's so sad. I got to listen. It's good for my kids. I want my kids to have a good time. But now my wife's saying, "Oh, you know, everybody's wearing like somebody." It's one of those things where I guess the kids wear pajamas or this and that. And I go, "Look, I'm not wearing fucking pajamas. I'm a grown ass. I'm a grown ass <laughs> man." And these other people aren't going to get a picture taken of them. And it's going to be on wherever when they're fucking, but you know, I wouldn't wear a big onesie, like a big fucking anyway. So then she's like, all right, but you have to wear a sweater because it's like, Please like you wear have to wear a, a onesie. I go, no, I got to wear some kind of Christmas sweater. This is fucking bullshit. Can't I just bring my kid? Well, you, I can't help it. Dude, you know, like, could you just point it in the other direction? Sorry. Did, that, did you catch that on the audio? But then if I, if I pointed the other direction, Mac goes, why don't you share? Jimmy just shit, literally just shit himself. <laughs> he lifted his head, almost like a, as a weapon, like a skunk. He turned, I go, oh, Jimmy's uncomfortable. And he just shat at me. He just... Uh, it wasn't at you, it was with you. I want everybody to enjoy it. Oh, dude, I just, it was really just aimed, right? We're very, and you're closer than usual. No, It was sorry. really just... The audio thing's you, got my insides all messed up today. Oh, that was really... You get me that, that? Was, that was... I, listen, I can't say nothing. I'm always belching or shit myself in here. But what a good time. And um, before we go, I just want to say, what a great... I had a great time with Mickey in here. I did too. And I, he's welcome to come back. He's a really nice... Like, you know, he, he's a guy who, who will call you out, but he's a really humble guy in, in, in person and, uh, got and a great of, fighter. He's, I like got sense of, he's got a good sense of humor. Yeah, he's great. You can tell. He's a big fan of yours with the comedy. Yeah, it's nice. And again, a Jersey guy. It's hard for yeah. me not to like a New Jersey guy. Again, CM's a friend, so I had to root yeah. to see him. But, 
Uh, Mickey, I really want to see Mickey uh, do well. And look, Sage is a great fighter, man. Sage is not an easy fight. He's a very, very, I, he's a tough guy. And, uh, you know, I, just because he's nice in apple pie, I mean, he's, yeah. he's a fucking strong and he's, he's a great, great karate fighter. Jiu-jitsu is the, the big thing. Let's see. I wonder what, what Sage is doing for that. I'm obviously, yeah. he's, I think he's going to be avoiding the ground. What belt is he? Uh, Sage? Yeah. I, so I heard he's a purple belt, but you could check that. Is that after blue so. and before brown? Yeah, it goes white, blue, purple, brown, black. And there's four stripes on each one of those belts you have to get to oh, get to the, usually okay. to get to the next level. So that takes a little bit. Sure. And uh, it's hard to, you know, plank. What's up? Purple belt. He has a purple belt. Well, how many uh, stripes? No, I don't know what they even say. I probably don't know. Chris but the thing is, uh, hey, man, this kid's looking, you know, close. To, he looks close to Jedi. I mean, he's good on the floor. Mickey, and yeah. like he said, the guys he said he was rolling with, Jason Rouse, one of my guys, these are legit guys. And they go, no, 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 this kid, he's... Because they'll tell you, oh, on the he might be a good fighter, but you know they rolled with other fighters, yeah. so they might be, oh no, he's a good fighter, but you know on the floor he's, you know, this guy he's like, no, no, he's legit. When they tell me that, and I've seen it from his fights, but I, it's one thing if you roll with guys with different levels, he's rolling with guys that are strict. Not even some guys are like this kid. I'm telling you, but Jason, he's not even a fighter, but he's a strictly jiu-jitsu guy. He lives on the mat. He was telling me he's legit. So. You're gonna say almost. You're probably gonna say too legit to quit. Not because it's my favorite song. Whatever happened to me? He was, he was, <laughs> I uh, interviewed him I, once. You know what I liked with him? Did you? I did. I, I liked not not the main one he liked, but I liked the turn this mother out. Oh, I don't turn know. Turn this mother out. I don't know how it goes, but it used to get me amped, man. I used to do my fucking, I, I can't do it, but I used to do my fucking thing like this, like this fucking. You, you're missing right now. Matt's doing a weird, it looks like he's scraping dog shit off his shoes, running him. <laughs> I don't dance. Me neither, buddy. When I drink, though, I do. You do I, dance. I do you like dance on the mat. You fucking dance on the mat. I sure do. When you dance on the stage, that, no, you don't. No, I, I don't. Actually, I stand actually, there. Actually, no, you don't. You do comedy on the stage. And I dance as I'm biting a pillow. Holy shit. Jimmy, uh, <laughs> I know this. I, I almost don't want, I don't want this because I have absolutely nothing to do. I know. But you have so but much we're also, to do. We're getting together Wednesday. We have another one we're doing Wednesday. For is your Thursday. buddy coming in? Who? Oh. oh, Bob Kelly. He better. Oh, Fucking he Bob. Ever? Did you say Bob? Bob. The fuck Bob? I Bobby got a, Kelly. I got a neighbor, Bob. I love that. I like just. I feel like a grown-up. I'm get my kids in the car. I'm like, what's up, Bob? Bob I feel like Ke- Will Ferrell in old school. Do you know school. Bobby? I, no, I'm a fan. I saw, I seen him on Lucky, not Lucky Louie. Lucky Louie, no, no, Louie. Louie, straight up Bobby, Louis. very funny stand-up comic. Real MMA fan. Loves UFC. My first UFC Bob event, Kelly, right? Bob Kelly and I went together. Uh, Reed Harris, I told you, was bringing all those fighters over. Yeah. So Bobby will be with us. Really fucking, I, I love Bobby. If, if people have watched uh, Louie, uh, the show that was on FX. I yeah, think, he's the brother. Uh, he's the brother, and he was he was great. As the, I mean, that's where I know him from, and he's fucking great. He was also now. in a show called uh, Sex, Drugs, Rock and Roll, Dennis Leary's show on FX. Oh, Bobby played the that. drummer. So, oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah, if you know that show. All right, guys, I guess we're out of here. I will be at the Tarrytown Music Hall New Year's Eve. It's the last show on my dumb tour, and I have one more before my uh, shoot. So I'm a little, uh, you know, just trying to eat good this week and a little. Uh, I'm excited. Just for you, doubting buddy. everything I've ever done. I'm, I'm so excited for you because I Thank know you. this is like a, you know, these, these are, this is a huge thing. It's like you got a fight coming up. I I'd say this is the biggest one I've ever shot. Really? Yeah, I, I can't say where it's going to be yet, just because they have to do it like contractually. But the place it's going to be is, uh, it's where I want to be. Yeah. Not that the other places were bad. No, I hear you, man. I'm a little, I'm a little listen, nervous. Not, not terribly. I feel I'm, relaxed with the act. I, I'll, I'll shoot you a text before. I'm telling you right now. I, um, I wish I could be there to support you. Thank but, you. But uh, you know what we, what would I will say is this. 
back at your ass, motherfucker. Matt, and that was yeah, touche, motherfucker. Here's the weird part of that. Matt actually just did that out of his belly button. That was really odd and yet strangely Jedi. <laughs> All right, we're out of here, people. Goodbye, guys. Thank you. This has been a digital media production. Find your voice. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. For 25 years, nothing has tasted better after a hard day's work than a Mike's Hard Lemonade. It's because since day one, Mike's has been making lemonade the hard way. We use three kinds of lemons, all handpicked from family farms, then blended to perfection in cold press to create the epic hard lemonade you know and love. Mike's Hard Lemonade. Hard days deserve a hard lemonade. Mike's is hard. So is prison. Don't drive drunk. Premium all beverage with flavors. All registered trademarks used under license by Mike's Hard Lemonade Company, Chicago, Illinois.